Welcome to the Voice of Eden podcast and our latest episode uh, with uh, two colleagues this time, uh, both from small to medium-sized enterprises, SMEs working in, in Europe and internationally, who are part of the Eden certification program, which we'll explain a bit later. And we're going to explore actually the very interesting relationship we have between Eden and SMEs and the interest the SMEs have had in this process and what has happened in terms of working with data partners, SMEs and Eden. So I'm going to introduce our two participants, our two colleagues. I'm going to start with you, Andreas, and then, then yourself, Mark. So Andreas, please introduce yourself and also uh, ITTM, your, your company as well. Thanks, Nigel. A pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Andreas Kramer. Uh, be the co one of the co-founders and the managing director of a young Luxembourg company called ITTM, IT for Translational Medicine. You asked for my background. Well, I'm trained in genetics and bioinformatics and uh, have over 20 years of background in pharma, clinical research, diagnostics, and obviously a lot in data management, interoperability, data integration. I'm a member of the board of directors of ITTV to Transmart. And I'm also in the Industry Advisory Committee for Alex here, and I'm serving for Luxembourg and ISO in standardization efforts. Now, ITTM, as I said, is a young company here in Luxembourg. It's been out from the Center of Systems Biomedicine from Luxembourg, LCSD. Founded 2015 and roughly 10 people, actually, we are married. And we are specialized really in data integration, data management, and our services are covered from data curation, harmonization to system integration, up to the secure data hosting, which is obviously in Luxembourg in a unique setting point. And uh, since two years, we are focusing a lot on digital health and uh, a lot also on real data. So that's one of the touch points already to, to Eden. Thank you. Fantastic summary. Thank you so much, Andreas, for the introduction to both yourself and to ITTM. Please, Mark, if you wouldn't mind reciprocating as well for yourself and Imosphere, please. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Nigel. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. So I'm Mark Rogers, and I'm a customer experience manager at Imosphere. And um, more relevantly, probably to the subject of this podcast, I'm the product manager for uh, customer ETL and data services. Uh, yeah. So that means I work with Eden data partners across the life cycle of transformation uh, projects from the point of grant application through to inspection report or delivery of transformed data. Um, Imosphere is an SME that accelerates healthcare research and collaboration through its intuitive self-service uh, analytics platform. Uh, so we work with large uh, public and private healthcare providers in both the UK and the US, and our products are healthcare specific, and we can very quickly put an organization's data in front of non-technical users, um, and those are the users that understand the data and need the insights from it. So effectively, we're handing the power of analytical insight to the people who can make a difference to uh, a patient's health and care. Uh, and we do it in a secure and intuitive way. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I think there's, there's a lot that we'll discuss, I'm sure, in the, the different uh, perspectives you both have uh, from, from Luxembourg and, and from the UK. Um, so thank you for those introductions. I think I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll just quickly go through a quick explanation of the, the process, how we've come to be here today, as it were, um, for, our, for our wider audience, because some may, may not be so familiar. but. 
you're both obviously experienced with this now, but but one of the very interesting and possibly unique aspects of, of the Eden project is this SME program where we're inviting SMEs to apply. Uh, currently it's been on effectively on an annual basis, but open calls. Um, and uh, if SMEs are selected, we then provide free training and certification and a consistent, rigorous and reproducible methodology for uh, mapping for ETL uh, of uh, source data to the OMOP common data model and, and, and opening uh, the opportunity for SMEs to join our directory, which is online on eden.eu, and then for data partners to select an SME to contract with and use their uh, grant that they've received uh, through the other parallel call process and, and have through selection um, to support the financing, but also the engagement with SMEs on, on a bespoke, I suppose, ETL work cycle um, for, uh, for, the, for their own source data. Um, and we now have, uh, as of now, uh, 47 SMEs. We just uh, certified a third cohort of SMEs. So we have a total of 47 SMEs in 19 countries across Europe, um, two of which are ITTM and, and, uh, and Imosphere, of course, um, who have engaged in this process and they will be now on the directory and be working with data partners. So it's a really unique resource, I think, for not only in Europe, but possibly even globally. I don't know if anyone else has, 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 has initiated or engaged in, in this type of programme. So just a quick explanation on that. Um, but, um, but maybe let's go cast our minds back a, a little bit to, uh, to when you were engaging with, with Eden and applying for, um, for, the, for the certification programme, the training and certification programme. Um, what, what motivated you uh, in, terms of, uh, in terms of engaging with Eden and wanting to be certified? And I'm going to swap between you both in, in, in the discussion. So we started with you, Andreas, on introductions. So, Mark, I'm going to start with you on this one, if that's OK, in terms of your, your response to that question. Yeah, absolutely, Nigel. Um, well, our team's background um, in healthcare informatics goes back over 25 years. Um, over that time, we've built significant knowledge and expertise in the transformation and standardization of healthcare data. So when the opportunity arose to be one of the first five SMEs to be certified by Eden back in, oh, it's 2019 now, I think, it seemed like a very natural fit for the company. I mean, it fits with our mission, um, which has always been centered around supporting healthcare professionals and researchers to improve people's lives. Fantastic. No, thank you very much. And how does that compare, I suppose, um, to for, for you at ITTM, Andreas? Well, thanks, Matt. Um, I would say very, very similar, but still a little bit different. So also, we were from the very beginning, very appealing, uh, very, very interested in joining the program. I think we also were in the very first round of SMEs, not only applying, but also selected. And as I said before, ITTM is also, you know, focusing on data management curation services. Obviously, we are not as old, but uh, our, our core expertise is within the healthcare sector, health IT, bio IT, and, uh, you know, getting the processes really in place to smoothly, not from the generation of the data to the usage of the data, to not always spend 90% of the, the time, you know, preparing data for analysis, maybe even for a non uh, bioinformatics or non-statistics. I, you know, that that's one one of the aspects we we are really focusing. On top of that, we interestingly had a project where we were engaged already to harmonize and to facilitate federated analysis of a, a couple of uh, registries across Europe. 
So it was very natural for us to to do this project anyway already with an, an OMOP based uh, you know concept, but really also going into the certification for that that it was a natural fit. Tremendous. I think certainly for for both of you, then it's very much linked to with your customer facing approach in terms of working with uh, with data partners, you know, pre existing to Eden, of course, and subsequently uh, in terms of enhancing, improving what they can do with their own data, correct, as well as maybe within other projects, programs, and, and networks. That's the theme I'm getting from I think both of your responses. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally think so, Nigel. Uh, we're data specialists uh, at Imosphere, uh, and we saw it had a benefit from commercial perspective as well. So we very much wow. wanted to gain an in-depth understanding of the OMOP common data model and assess how it might be accommodated into some of our analytical software products. Okay. Yeah. And maybe just to add, because it's really also one of the failures of a lot of projects, if I'm allowed to say it this way, was that <laughs> We were not able to reuse the data after the project ended. So, of course, we do know the elephant in the room, which is called the FAIR uh, concept, but we yeah. bring this to life. And I think here also Eden and the uh, Odyssey OMOP community are really going in that direction to really be able to have, you know, reuse of data in a meaningful way. Yeah, absolutely. I think regarding finable, accessible, interoperable, reusable principles, you say FAIR, I think very much also the kind of overarching concepts around open science and yeah. reproducibility and transparency and so forth. But this this idea of actually creating in one part a community, which you know you as SMEs and and your colleague SMEs and in an in increasing cohort are an integral part to, as well as with course critically data partners, but also us within Eden research organisations, you know, numerous others. Um, all in a very open and transparent community engaged in, in research. And um, and certainly, again, I, th I think you're, you're correct, you know, that federated approach in terms of um, in terms of data stays local, you know, behind local firewalls. Um, but it's not then siloed. And, and as you say, I think, Andreas, that's a critical point. And as we've seen, you're, you're right, in, in numerous other projects, where at the end of the project, the data is therefore locked or no longer available, which is extremely unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so maybe that segues into, into the next uh, question. You, you both, Thymosphere and ITTM, have been involved already in working with data partners. I mean, you, and you have your own businesses, of course, and your own customer base, but also within, within Eden from our data partner calls and so forth. I thought it'd be interesting maybe to explore a bit um, we don't have to name names or identif identify anyone necessarily, but but maybe just generally um, with some specifics where you like your experiences, I suppose, to date in terms of that process of working with data partners, conducting the ETL cycles and, and, and so forth. Um, and I'm going to swap again and, and move back to, to you, Andreas, first, if, if you wouldn't mind starting with how you found that from an expect uh, perspective. Yeah, thanks, Nate. Um, honestly speaking, it's every time like like Christmas. You don't know what is in the package before you open it. <laughs> and um, in one way, it sounds a bit frustrating, but I hope not, because it's really the experience, the expertise, but also the excitement to get together with people of different uh, mindsets, but also of different experiences and maturity, if I'm allowed to say it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's actually not easy to say that's the general theme. I would say rather, like I said before, you have to adapt every time on a new 
level and, and from take it from there. And, you know, you have groups where you, from the very beginning, have a direct in interaction also with the, their IT departments smoothly. And some other people even don't know who to contact at the IT department. And that's a lengthy process. And I'm not even talking about legal documents to be shifted yeah. or, or ethics or whatever. So getting access, getting involved, getting actually the fingers dirty, if you like, to say that that sometimes can be time consuming simply because of technical stuff. And on the other side, I, I guess also there is an, an learning curve. And I think this is here really one of the benefits of Eden, bridging uh, between the source of the data and the people you know, being the controller of that and the experts on the other side who help to make this data accessible in a federated, federated manner. And it is increasingly visible that there is a need and there is a wish from the data sources to do so. But I see also that there is actually still quite, you know, some distance to make to, to support them with templates, with, you know, examples of, you know, how a document would like or what is the process which is making sense most in, in a lot of uh, organizations. And, you know, again, use and access, you know, we are coming in as processes, as support, but sometimes mm -hmm. we're not even allowed to, to touch the data. So it's kind of having the the chocolate behind the panzer glass and you can't touch it and then, then... <laughs> sorry no indeed so it's christmas but some of the presents have to remain wrapped um but uh, <laughs> very good no absolutely excellent that's a really interesting insights there i think about your role as, as an sme and supporting data partners because indeed when eden was set up we foresaw there were a number of bottlenecks i suppose you could call them that in, in working to uh, at scale and within a network of, sort of, of, of mapping data to the common data model. Um, but more importantly, you know, the, the lack of maybe uh, local expertise, resources and uh, specialized colleagues and so forth at that data partner end, which is exactly the, the role you're, you're fulfilling from what you've described as an SME. Mm -hmm. um, what about your experiences, Mark, from Imosphere? Very similar, do you have uh, other aspects you'd like to, to point out? Well, I totally um, get all of those uh, kind of aspects that Andreas picked up on there. Um, and I, I, t I really buy into the Christmas theme there. It is, uh, <laughs> it's a really good analogy. Um, but I suppose from my perspective, there are a couple of insights that I've um, taken and really enjoyed about working with the Eden Data Partners. Um, the first one is collaboration. I think. So... <laughs> Generally, I think there's a great motivation across the UK to make data available for collaborative research. I think that's mm -hmm. important to, to say to start with. But this is certainly manifested in the fact that the data partners we're working with are very open to collaboration on their data mapping and transformation projects themselves. And they're keen right. to utilize us as service providers to assist them with this. Um, but where two data partners hold comparable data around a specific area of medicine for example there's been a huge motivation to align the transformation project so that collaboration can happen at the deepest level possible as soon as possible so we are at the heart a software company and we found that our project management experience from managing complex software projects has really helped but often these transformation projects require quite a lot of prioritization so mapping data to omop takes time and therefore, the most valuable data sets are often prioritized and done first. 
Right. And that's the one, uh, like the key thing, and one of the key aspects that groups of data partners who've already got established networks of working with each other, they're interested to know how they're prioritizing their data um, and looking to coordinate that so that they can ensure that there's comparable data sets available at the earliest opportunity so that, you know, research um, and collaboration can happen between them at the earliest possible uh, time. Um, the other thing I'll just quickly say is the embedding of the OMOP approach in the organizations is something that I've really enjoyed seeing as well. So like the customers that we're working with are really eager and keen to learn the OMOP approach and knowledge transfer has been a significant part of our service offering alongside the data mapping and ETL development. And that knowledge transfer is about um, the mapping and the ETL development. So it covers all aspects of like the Eden, the Eden work. Um, and there's just an appetite to embed that understanding and knowledge in the OMOP standardization process. Um, they don't see this as a discrete project, but they're looking at Eden as a mechanism to start work that will embed and continue. And they're promoting this, um, uh, this approach to their collaborative partners already and other institutions. So they certainly see this as an enabler uh, for working better together. It's fascinating as well, because um... I mean, much of this is really a means to an end, isn't it? In terms of working with source data, the ETL and mapping to the, to the common data model. Mm. But it doesn't stop there, of course. And in fact, actually, the key goal here, mm. one of the largest presents in this Christmas uh, uh, analogy, I suppose, is, um, is, is very much uh, the evidence generation, correct? And, and actually, um, data partners being able to conduct studies of their own, you know, research, audit, benchmarking, collaborative research with others. Mm. Um, but importantly, without understanding deeply, I suppose, that kind of different perspective of their own data as it's now in the common data model. And then beyond that, the research framework and the standardized analytical tools have mm. to be embedded on that foundation you've described in terms of understanding. So again, I think this is reiterating this critical well, role. If I'm allowed to jump in for one second, Go ahead. I would like to uh, subscribe to what Mark said on one particular aspect. He mentioned the project management uh, capabilities of, of his organization. And, right. you know, we are focusing now also on the mapping. Actually, we should really start looking at the full, full yes. dimension. And it's not only the, the mapping or the ETL, it's also who is in an other organ in a data source organization being involved. Mm -hmm. And there are multiple departments. And sometimes it's actually more than just typical project management because it's a little bit also change management or managing the change in the other organization, the understanding. And together with the training you just mentioned and, and Mark mentioned, you know, that's also a, a little bit what we are doing as, as partners, you know, all the SMEs that we are helping to develop the other organization into a more federated, a more open research collaborative environment. Excellent. No, I, I was about to add to that. I think I think we're all aligned here, which is which is tremendous because there is a very much more wider holistic role of the SME in this whole process. Which is, I mean, yes, we focus on the ETL as you said, Andreas and Mark, but it's it's clearly much wider and 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 beyond that. And in terms of the relationship that you're developing with with data partners isn't based on a single task, correct? It's, you know, much more comprehensive than that. Um, and I suspect varies a bit between data partners, but there are clearly, as we've heard already, some very cardinal elements of what you're offering as service providers and what data partners are looking for, I think, in, in their SMEs. 
um, which is fantastic insights. Um, invariably, we start these episodes, and before we know it, we have very much less time than <laughs> we'd like. And we could talk, I'm sure, for quite some time just on these aspects of your experiences with the data partners and insights you've derived already. But, but, but more uh, lastly, I suppose, looking forward in terms of your experience to date, where we are now in terms of the Eden Project and, and with our Odyssey colleagues, of course, as well. Um, but for you as SMEs, um, where where do you see this going from your perspectives as SMEs? I mean, mainly partly, I suppose, for your own company, but I suppose more globally in terms of the SME role in this domain, certainly at least uh, with, within Europe. Um, so I'm going to jump back. I think it's now your turn, Mark, I hope. So I'm going to jump back to you first. Yeah, thanks, Nigel. Um, well, as part of a, a UK SME that has previously had great success participating in projects funded by the EU programmes, particularly Horizon 2020, I'm really pleased that the UK is still going to continue to associate to the latest, um, uh, is it the EU Horizon Europe programme? Yes, Horizon Europe. Yeah, yeah. we all are, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it was it was quite a nervous time over the last few months. Uh, but, uh, yeah, absolutely delighted that that's going to continue because we know the benefits that this um, and other similar European research collaborative programmes can bring and opportunities they present. Um, because yeah, SMEs have always been a, a huge part of those. I think it was about a fifth mm -hmm. uh, of organisations involved in those uh, were SMEs. And I think that's going to increase looking to the future. Um, I, I'm hopeful that it will. More healthcare institutions and organisations will look to specialist SMEs for data solutions. Um, that might be software or data tools, but it also, um, as we've you know discussed, the expertise to act as consultancy as well. Um, SMEs in the healthcare space tend to be more focused and have better tools suited to the healthcare market uh, that have a greater impact um, at the end of the at the end of the day. And I think some of the big solutions uh, um, are not particularly healthcare specific. Um, we see a lot of that in our domain of healthcare analytics, um, where well-established global players don't really distinguish between data about mm -hmm. patients who have admissions or or visits, if we're using the OMOP uh, common data language correctly, um, to health, you know, visits to health facilities uh, where they have treatments, they have tests, they have prescriptions, etc. Um, and there's no distinguishing features in those generic platforms that separate this from any other type of data. So it could be, pick an example, sole traders selling mobile technology accessories on online marketplaces. So there's little room to accommodate the structural nature of healthcare data in some of those products. Mm -hmm. But SME specializing in healthcare will be more sensitive and optimized to those specific requirements. Um, and that allows those organizations, I think, to, to help get more value from them. So I do believe that um, SMEs have a huge part to play in European research going forward. I mean, I would certainly echo that. And I think, you know, Maybe a trite expression, but it's certainly it's a grow it's a growth industry. I mean, it's expanding significantly, and I think um, data has always been a, a a part of healthcare, but is now reaching a certain um, focus, I suppose, for all concerned, and accelerated, of course, by COVID nineteen pandemic, and but not unique to, of course, across all diseases. Yeah, um, yeah no, absolutely. So, so very much again reasserting the role in, in SMEs and in, in actually enabling and facilitating this transition of, of data utilization what, what's your thoughts andreas 
Well, you're touching a point where I'm on one hand uh, looking really optimistic and on the other side, I get a bit scared simply because talking about the growth of data, yet again, the growth of data, which might not be standardized, harmonized, you know, comparable, mm. then, then I'm really getting a bit, uh, you know, nervous. But I think here really with the Eden initiative and all of that, this goes in a direction where we, we don't have to clean up after we have generated the data, but we actually can really make sure from the start as good as possible. I'm not saying 100% perfect, you know, that will never uh, be, be there, but you know, we, we are getting better in reusing data, you know, making data management really a management of data and being there for also, you know, the first step before you can make real use of things like machine learning, artificial intelligence or whatsoever. So, you know, for me, the the picture is, is, is great. It's certainly not a, a sprint, it's a marathon. But uh, I do see, you know, with the support of initiatives from ISO, from Eden, from, you know, the Odyssey and others, um, that is the right direction because only then we can really make sure that we have the right data at the right moment and not just reproduce everything because we cannot see it, know about it, or it's unusable somewhere. So I'm, I'm really looking positive in, into the future. No, that's tremendous. And again, I'm sure we'd all echo those thoughts too, Andreas. And indeed, it's often been quoted maybe that Europe has been uh, or is an ocean of data, but a desert for analysis. And in some respects, both of you are describing that process of, of, of greening that desert for analysis and uh, facilitating the, the appropriate use of data in the right place, mm. right time to answer the right questions and so forth. Mm. And as we've seen in the last 18 months of the pandemic so far, you know, we have had challenges because we've not been able to do that at speed as well, particularly with, with confidence in that data, which I think is singular at the core of your comments as well, Andreas, in terms of the confidence in that data and its provenance and, and source and so forth, but how it's, how it's been curated and, and so on. Um, so we've come... Unfortunately, very quickly, it seems, to the end of our time together. And as I say, we could always talk for far longer, and maybe we will again in a, in a future episode. I think we've uh, we've learned a lot from you in terms of the role of small to medium-sized enterprises, it, actually across a whole spectrum of activities in relation to health data and, and research, but very much a holistic role, which is not just based purely on the technical aspects, i.e. the ETL and the the, the mapping to something like the Biomocoma data models we're doing in Eden, but also the support for data partners, education and, and training aspects, uh, embedding of, of that foundation for later research and evidence generation use of OMOC mapped data sets, um, but also enabling the wider domain, uh, in this case within Europe, to, to conducting research with confidence based on the established work that SMEs have been integral to. So I, I really want to thank both of you, both Andreas and Mark, for your time today and, and for your insights, and indeed to both your and all the other SMEs that are working with us and will be working with us in the project with which we could not have created and continue to do the work uh, within Eden. So thank you very much, gentlemen. Thanks to you. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, thank you, Nigel. Thanks, Andreas. Great, great to be invited to do this. It's brilliant. And thank you for listeners with new packages. Yes, indeed. And, uh, stay healthy, both of you. No, absolutely. Likewise, indeed. And then certainly yeah. the, uh, we look forward to in our next episode, so speaking with Claire Blackater from uh, from Odyssey, actually, and from Janssen, to look at particular characteristics and aspects of processes uh, being embedded to work on data quality, which itself is a, a fascinating and very topical 
uh, discussion point. So we look forward to that in the next episode. So, gentlemen, thank you very much. Maybe a bit early in uh, in uh, in terms of this episode uh, with a, with a month to go, but uh, let's wish everyone then a, a merry Christmas opening their packages. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks much. Nigel. Bye, Andreas. Thanks, Nigel. Thank you.